0: In today's show, we're looking ahead to week five in the NBA for daily changes leagues, weekly changes leagues, the way the schedule plays out, some interesting ads. Also, it's Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at LockedOnFantasyBasketball. Today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs Helps you find the qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash nba Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and we are available on all platforms. It's week five. Coming up in the NBA, a very weird schedule week. So we've got to pay attention to it. We've got to take advantage of what is presented to us. And that's what we're going to look at here. So, warning. Let's get it- All right. The week five schedule. How does it look? Interesting. Seven games on a Monday, five on a Tuesday, 10 on a Wednesday, three on Thursday, 11 on Friday, five on Saturday, eight on Sunday. Now, in general, anything higher than nine to me is not a streaming day. Sometimes you can stream on a 10, and that would mean Wednesday would get into that mix as well. I don't think you do, but... A really interestingly spread out, no two game days, which is great, no 15 game days, no 13 game days. The 11's a little high, but overall it's not a bad week in terms of how the games are distributed. That is, that's important for us. Um, it's not a disaster of a, um, not a disaster of a week, but it is in terms of volume of games for teams. It is lower. So, if you're in a weekly games cap format like the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Bowl, you'll find you don't have to sit players as much because there are fewer games played this week than what there has been in some of the earlier weeks. So, that is, you know, that's something you need to to know about to to understand. If we have a look at how that plays out across teams, well, we've got a five game week, and that is the San Antonio Spurs, and that that is really um that's really important. Five games for the Spurs. There are only ten teams though that have four games, so four game teams and the Spurs take on extra significance. If you've got twenty two teams playing four games, then you know that's not as rare, right? Whereas this week, a four game guy who's not as good is going to trump a lot of these three game players. Fifteen teams play three games. That's the majority, or it's you know, it's half. Fifty percent of the league plays three games. So your start sit decisions are going to be between three game players. And worst four-game, guys, is for weekly formats. Um, And then you've got to make those calls between those three games. And then there are four teams that play two games. The Lakers, the Bulls, the Sixers, and the Wolves play two games. The Sixers have a a very weird schedule. The Lakers, as well, they don't play until Friday. The Sixers play two games this week, and it's a back-to-back, Friday, Saturday. The Lakers play two games, and it's Friday, Sunday. That is, you don't see that often. Two teams who don't play for the first four days of the week. And that's what we've got. The other 10 teams that do play the four games this week, we've got the Warriors, the Clippers, Mavericks, Pistons, Hornets, Suns, Rockets, Knicks, Heat, Magic. Orlando Magic. Orlando Magic. Oh. Um, yeah, four games for the Magic this week as well. So they're your four game teams plus the five for the Spurs and the rest are on the lower side there. So that's how things are playing out. In terms of streaming, well, we look at the Spurs and your number one question is going to be, Josh, here they play five games. How many quality games do they have? How often can I use these guys? And the answer is every one of them. There's two high volume days, Wednesday and Friday, and the Spurs are off both of those days. They have a Monday, Tuesday back-to-back. They play Thursday and they have a Saturday, Sunday back-to-back. Now, we might have weird rests for Vassell, or Calden or Pirtle, or Rich, we don't know what they're going to do. But theoretically, it's a pretty good looking lineup. And you, you know where this is leading. We're going to talk about it later, but I'll, I'll get it out of the way now. Add Goldfinger, Charlie Bassey, Add him, please. He is already top 60 this season in under 20 minutes a game, in like 16 minutes a game. You might be able to use him literally five times this week. Like it has to be done. It has to be added. Just for this week alone. I don't know if there's long-term value. I don't know if he'd even start if Pertle got traded. But what I do know is if Pertle got traded, he would be the backup center and then he would still have value. I think you, I really like Charlie Bassey. I love that he's in this role. Let's go. And this week is perfection for having him. Yeah, we can look at, we'll talk about it later as well. But yeah, you've got Sohan as well. Sohan now! Uh, with five games. I don't know if they play all five. I honestly have no idea. With two back-to-backs, it is distinctly possible that there are rests across the board but we don't know that yet. The Clippers have four quality games, the second best. They have a back-to-back Monday, Tuesday, though, so the value of Johnny Wall is down. Um, you expect the others to all play, though, and we might get a Kawhi Leonard sighting at the end, either Thursday or Saturday. That might happen in limited minutes. We don't know that. It might happen, um, but they've got four quality games. On the bad side of things, the Bulls have two games, Wednesday, Friday, gross. So, this is a common thing that'll happen. Ayo Desumu, he's a back-end 12-team league player who is struggling at the moment, who you will play probably zero games this week. Is he worth holding? Does he have enough upside to hold on to versus dropping him for five games of Charlie Bassey this week? Probably not. Is it worth holding Pat Williams with zero usable games this week when you could add Jeremy Sohan? Probably not. Like these guys, their upside isn't high enough. To sit them on a bench for an entire week, I don't think. So like, yeah, that we know that volume of games is important, but when those games occur is also important. The Pacers with three games, they have one quality game. The Hawks have two. The Mavericks have played four games, but it's only on two two on low volume days versus the Clippers playing four. Like the difference between a Spurs player where you can use them five times this week versus a Cavs fringe player or maybe Bones Highland for the Nuggets or Bruce Brown, where you play him once, it's gigantic. It's such a big difference. This is why knowing how to utilize or how to manipulate the schedule to suit your team is so, so important. You know what else is important? I'll tell you in a second because today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. What is also important is hiring. If you're in a small business, it's high stakes. Getting the right person in to your to your company, into your corporation, it's it's if you get it wrong, it's costly in so many different ways: time, money, um, resources, productivity, anything. It's really really hard to get it right, and you and you've got to make every every moment that you try and make a hire, you've got to get it correct. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. Create the job, they go add your job onto LinkedIn. And on your profile, put the purple hashtag hiring frame to let people know that you are hiring. Simple tools like the screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs. Number one, in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on MBA. That's linkedin.com slash locked on MBA to post your job for free Terms and conditions apply. Um, I should have talked more about this. I didn't. But I think it's obvious. We stream Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, I didn't say that before, but that's what we do. We talked about those quality games. But we've got those five streaming days for the week. Let's look at back-to-backs. Heading into the week. So if we're streaming, guys, on Sunday to end week four and for Monday to start week five, there's two teams there. It's the Warriors, and it's the Thunder. Now, the Warriors, Clay Thompson's probably going to sit one of these games. So Jordan Poole's value rises. But their bench, the guy to maybe look at, because Kaminga's trash, Wiseman's trash, Moody's not doing very much. Yeah, Looney's a good one. But Anthony Lamb, somehow, ship bloke Anthony Lamb, is playing some good good uh, good minutes and producing okay. The Thunder have a lot more options. We've got, of course, Alexei Pokhyshevsky, who's a must-roster player. You've got the Bronco, Jalen Williams. Broncos country, let's ride. He's played 30 minutes in two of the last three games. Yes, some blowouts there. Aaron Wiggins, I don't know what to make of that bloke. He's production's all over the shop. He goes from out of the rotation to playing 30 minutes. You don't know what's going to happen. But with Bazley out, there's value there. There's a lot we can look at for the Thunder. Monday, Tuesday. The Spurs, we talked about it. You'll see the Spurs name a lot here. The Spurs and the Clippers have the Monday, Tuesday back-to-back. Johnny Wall's going to sit. So Reggie Jackson... Um, Terence Mann, Luke Kennard, they all get a boost on probably that Tuesday. The Spurs, let's get out of the way now. Sohan, Richardson, um, Bassey, and then you look to, you know, if, if some reason Trey Jones isn't rostered, if some reason, like there's no reason, Vassell, of course, he's rostered. Um, it's going to be Sohan, it's going to be Richardson, it's going to be Bassey. They're the three major guys that I think you can take a look at and hopefully have some stream value. Tuesday to Wednesday, Wednesday is a relatively large volume day, but you still might get that. You've got the Mavericks, the Knicks, and the Pelicans who have the Tuesday-Wednesday back-to-back. But the more important one is the Tuesday-Thursday. So it's the Spurs and the Clippers. We've talked about them already with great schedules. But the Kings also have the Tuesday-Thursday. I wouldn't drop Keegan Murray. He's going through some really tough stuff with his grandmother at the moment, and that is definitely impacting his plate. I think he's worth a hold. But Malik Monk looks great there. For the Nets, that does give some value to a Cam Thomas and Edmund Sumner, a Seth Curry with the Tuesday-Thursday combo. And then Portland. I don't know that Shaden Sharp would be the guy there, but Justice Winslow would probably be interesting. Then we look at Thursday-Friday, which again is a high-volume back-to-back. It's only the Pistons that have that one. Um, Thursday-Saturday is the pseudo back-to-back. Spurs and Clippers again, as well as Portland. So you see from Tuesday through to Saturday, Portland Tuesday, Portland Thursday, Portland Saturday. Three games in five days on low volumes. That's really good for those Portland guys. Justice Winslow, in particular, maybe even drew Eubanks if Nurkic remains out, which I don't think he will. Friday, Saturday, back-to-back. You've got the Magic. Do I get to do it again? Uh Uh-huh. They have the Friday, Saturday, back-to-back. The Pacers, the Jazz, and the Sixers. Conley's playing in back-to-backs. So we'll see how that goes. This is the Sixers' first and last game of the day on the, of the week on the Friday, Saturday. And then the only team, guess who it is? With a back-to-back on the weekend, it's the Spurs. Because their schedule's ridiculous this, this week. And then to head into week six, you've got the Warriors, the Heat, the Knicks, and the Cavs. So the Warriors, we know that Clay is going to miss one of those ones. Steph or Draymond, I don't know if they're going to miss. They, we saw that last week. We don't know if it'll happen in either of these back-to-backs that they have to bookend the week. So in terms of a streaming plan for the week, guess what we're going to do? Yeah, Spurs. Like, we're going to roster Spurs. We're going to stream every day apart from Wednesday or Friday, but we're just going to roster Spurs. We're going to go Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, or Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. Five games, five quality days. Bassi, you're going to be sick of me telling you about Bassi, Sohan, and Richardson. You're going to be sick of it. I'd say Romeo Langford if you're in a 30-team league, but he's useless otherwise. But they're the three. They're the three you're looking at. The other way you can go about it, that's one waiver ad. Spurs player, five games, and then what you can do is you can add a Clippers player, Reggie Jackson, Luke Kennard. If some don't do Robert Covington, he's not even in the rotation every night. Um, Terrence Mann maybe. There's some options for you. You can add that player on a Monday, and then you get them Monday, you get them Tuesday, you get them uh, Thursday as well. I believe is this good? Hey, was the schedule? And then you know, then they play Saturday. Then you could also just drop to get. That, clip, drop, drop that Clippers guy on Saturday to add someone in on the Sunday, or you could just drop the Clippers player on uh, after Friday to get more in on, on the weekend, because you've got to have extra ads there. So you're using two ads if you've got two streaming spots to get a Spurs and a Clippers guy in. That's you know, nine games out of two roster spots. So just be like, do you have two streaming spots? Can you create two streaming spots? Are you in desperate need of a big win, a big volume win? Because sacrificing that second spot might be worth it for you. It might not be, but it might be. In terms of front and back loading, the Spurs and the Clippers play three games before Friday. We've, we've talked about that already. Bruce. The Lakers and the Sixers do not play until Friday. Bad schedule. So does that? do you hold on to Lonnie Walker? If you tried Patrick Beverley, there's no point with him. Do you, you know, Austin Reeves or any of these guys? Like the The, the big question mark will be Lonnie Walker. Is he worth holding? I'm not sure that he is. Like, he's not a top 120 player this year. I probably, in a lot of cases, I probably would, but you've got le- leaving four days where you're not getting a game from him. Is it worth it? I don't know. And the Sixers, yeah, I, I would I would probably still hold De'Anthony Melton, but again, it's the same thing. Is it worth it for zeros for four days? It probably is because Harden is out, but that's really about it. But like a, a George Niang is not going to be worth it. Um, Matisse Thybul obviously is not going to be worth it. Every team, after Thursday, so Friday, Saturday, Sunday, every team plays either two or one game. So it's not there's not as big of an advantage at the end of the week. And as I said, the Sixers only play two games, and it's that Friday and Saturday, back-to-back, which is such a weird, weird schedule. Today's episode is also brought to you by Bet Online, BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and some amateur leagues out there, from football to basketball, soccer, and esports. We've got it all at BetOnline.net. NFL on the weekend. What game are we going to look at? The Detroit Lions are three and a half point underdogs against what day? What day is that? Now that's next Thursday. I don't want to talk about that one. What am I talking about? It's, Way too far away. That's the following week. I want to talk about the Cardinals and the Rams. The Rams are only three-point favorites against Kyler Murray and the Cardinals. Do you think that the Rams can win by more than that? Well, you can check all of the odds over at Bet Online, The fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline is where the game starts. Don't forget to gamble responsibly. So let's look at weekly changes leagues. If you don't know that you're in a weekly changes league, you're not in one. Simple as that. All right. So who do we add for a weekly league and a category league? Well, let's start the Spurs. You want me to go through it again? Goldfinger, Charlie Bassey, Josh Richardson, Jeremy Sohan. Sohan, now. All must-add players, all must-start players, I think, with five games this week. Given that the vast majority of the league, it's 19 teams play three or fewer games this week. That five is important. Caleb Martin and the Heat have four games this week. Now, Caleb Martin's not doing very much, but that's 29 minutes. It's almost 120 minutes of action for him this week. He might do nothing with it, but he's going to start. Tory Craig, again, doesn't do anything, but four starts most likely. That's important when 19 teams are playing three or fewer games. And then Dorian Finney-Smith, the Mavericks have four games, all of them at home. He's not doing much, but he's going to play over 120 minutes for the week would be the expectation. And that gives him that little bit of a boost. If you're in a weekly league, for categories, again, there's guys that you want to consider sitting. All Lakers players, apart from Davis and LeBron. LeBron is probably going to be out Sunday, and then he has those four days to rest, so he should return Friday. So I would sit all Lakers, apart from AD and LeBron. So Westbrook, Walker, no point. All Bulls. I I don't think DeRozan or Levine are startable players this week. Or Vooch, definitely not Vooch. You might consider DeRozan. He might be on the borderline for you. But he's not a guy where I go, you have to plug him in. It's going to depend on how your team looks. But don't be surprised if you sit DeRozan. All sixes apart from Embiid. So Maxi, no. Melton, no. Um, PJ Tucker, lol. Toby Harris, no. And all, all Wolves, apart from Towns. I would sit Edwards. I would sit Gobert. Russell, McDaniels. All those guys. Towns is the only one that I would start. Some other names that are worth looking at. Colin Sexton. Alexei Pokashevsky, probably worth a sit as well with only three games. Isaiah Jackson with only three games. Karis Levert with only three games. In a points league, who do we add? Well, it's the same. It's Bassey, it's Richardson, it's Sohan. Mason Plumley's around in a lot of spots. He's probably worth an add. Caleb Martin, we talked about. Malik Monk, they've got three games, only the Kings. But with what Monk's been able to do, I do think he's worth looking at. And Kevon Looney with four games. Again, he's just going to get there through volume, I think. And in terms of sitting players, I think most of the guys that are rostered seem to be okay to start, except for the two gamers. It's the same sort of story. All Lakers apart from AD and LeBron can sit. All Bulls can sit. DeRozan, borderline. Uh, All Sixers apart from Embiid can sit. And all Wolves apart from Towns can sit. And that does it for the end of the Week 5 preview. Don't forget... You can follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. And if you are here on YouTube, you thumb it up and you leave those sexy comments down below. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.